morning, everyone. It is Thursday, the 4th of August. Morning, Marcus. What happened overnight? Good morning, Finn. Well, Dow Jones up 416, which completely reversed the 405 point fall yesterday. Feature of the night, though, was NASDAQ up 2.6%. So strong as and tech stocks flying this morning. SQ2 or Block, the artist formerly known as Afterpay, of course, up about 10% this morning. And we bought the hedged NASDAQ ETF in the strategy portfolio and the ATEC technology, that's the all tech ETF, all tech sector in Australia ETF in the strategy portfolio. So those doing okay at the moment. Just worth noting, Block has their results out tonight, our time in the US after the close their time. Right. Otherwise, features overnight, resources a bit floppy. Uh, the oil price was down 4%. OPEC lifted output. I think inventories in the US were a bit higher than expected as well. And despite the very strong performance from some of the Chinese economic numbers yesterday, I think they had a services PMI number, which was ahead of expectations and up for you know a trail of months on the trot. That bounced our market 50 points yesterday, led by resources. But resources looking floppy today, despite all that, the iron ore price down 3.8%, most of the metal prices down as well. I haven't seen whether the US dollar went up, but it may well be a function of the US dollar going up. Otherwise, bond yields were down a little bit. Gold price down 0.7% overnight. That is a sector, of course, that's had a good bounce just recently. Otherwise, trade numbers today, Bank of England policy meeting tonight, RBA statement on monetary policy tomorrow. Not really too much going on today, except for a strong tech sector, but sorry, Tom will tell us about that. Thank you, Marcus. Now, Tom, can you please tell us about that? Thank you, Ben. Well, just filling in some of the blanks, our market doing well, up 40 points, tech and consumer discretionary names outperforming, energy, gold, and the miners underwater, Orica, ORI off 10%. They've completed their $650 million placement at $16. Woodside off 2%, Rio Tinto off 2%, suffering there on a lower oil price and lower iron ore price. NRW Holdings, the code NWH, is doing well up 10%. They had preliminary numbers ahead of guidance and the ASX had some July activity data out. The ASX average daily value was down 3% versus a year ago. So less value there on the market. Magellan Financial Group um, sliding again to $60.2 billion at the end of July versus $61.3 billion at the end of June. And as Marcus said, we've got Bank of England tonight, RBA statement on monetary policy tomorrow with new economic forecasts. And we did see the RBA on Tuesday upgrade inflation expectations to 7.75% in December. And that was from 6% in the May statement. So expect some more upgrades and perhaps downgrades for the economy there, Ben. Very nice. Thank you, Tom. Laden, what's happening in broken land? Thank you, Ben. There's a downgrade out this morning on Endeavor Group at UBS and the broker has downgraded to a sell following the recent rise in the share price and a deteriorating risk reward profile. UBS has noted it is trading at a similar PE to Woolworths. However, the revenues aren't as defensive as previously assumed. The EPS forecast for FY23 reduced by about 3%, but the target price of $7.20 is retained, which implies an 11% downside. And also Credit Corp, that's CCP, which had the pretty disappointing guidance in their results a couple of days ago. Guidance fell 10% below consensus. Macquarie has lowered its EPS forecast 
plus for FY23 and FY24 by 12 and 14% respectively. An outperform recommendation is retained though to reflect the potential for purchase debt ledger acquisitions and the target price falls 34% down to $24.90 down from $37.80 but that's still 10% above the current market price. And just one more that I had this morning, Credit Suisse has an outperform recommendation and a target price 42% above the current market price for United Malt Group, that's UMG. And they commented that the investor day allowed management to explain the slump in profits and why they expect a recovery in FY23. And the highlights there were logistical and supply chain problems, as well as issues with crop quality, which is all expected to be reversed in FY23. So it was a fairly positive outlook from management for UMG there. Thank you, Ben. Worth mentioning on Endeavour that it is seen as a defensive, stodgy, boring stock. It's got a 3.6% yield. It's funny investing for income, isn't it? Because it's down 3.8% today, but people will still focus on the yield. It doesn't really matter what the capital does, does it? As long as you get a dividend. Anyway, slightly cynical, but it's downgraded today. Very nice. Thank you, Leighton. Henry, what have you got for us? Yes, thanks, Ben. Plenty happening in small cap land and plenty of opportunities out there at the moment as the market continues to rally, which is good news, up to 7,006. Uh, so uh, one stock that I'm focusing on today is picking easy, low-hanging fruit. Res App is one of those. RAP, the stock code, I've written about this long, long time ago, but it had a takeover off a scheme of arrangement with Pfizer. Uh, they've been uh, to and froing around the price, a couple of adjustments to the price. Pfizer are now paying 20.8 cents. The stock was trading yesterday at 18 cents, which gave you a 15% upside, pretty uh, relatively risk-free in that one. It's up a little bit today, but certainly traders or people that are looking for relatively risk-free trades, easy 15% in this market, not a bad place to be. Also looking at technology stocks today, Altium is one that's cropped up on Ausbiz a number of times that I've been involved in conversations with, but it's a bit big for the small caps, but it's certainly one to keep an eye on. Tech, Thorny Tech, T-E-K. I had an email from someone asking why it was perennially trading at a discount. The reason is that one of its biggest holdings is Updata, which is unlisted, exposed to the US housing market, and that makes it a little bit tricky. But a stock that I did write up today as a buy, and I have added it to the small cap portfolio on the open this morning, was Tyro, which has been under a lot of pressure. It got down to 85 cents. Remarkably, the stock is up 11% today. It's now at 96 cents, so it opened at 93. But part of the attraction is that it does do weekly updates in terms of how its business is going. Tyro is a point of sale business, and they do the booking. So when you pay for stuff, a lot of the time it is with Tyro. One of the issues that they have had is that their CEO and MD has left the building. He is going over to Star Entertainment, which is good and it's bad in some respects. At least he's not going to a competitor, which is good, but they've yet to name a CEO take over from him. So that needs to be sorted. But a 2% weighting there doesn't seem unreasonable for a pop. I had hoped to get at 85 cents for a pop to a dollar 10 ish. It's now 96 cents. So that's a bit annoying. Also, talking resources, diggers and dealers finished up last night. That finished with Liontown was awarded Emerging Company of the Year. Chalice, which we also was presenting yesterday, and Linus won Digger of the Year as well. So there were a couple of companies there that were interested in Chalice and Liontown presenting yesterday. And just talking about car tyres, my daughter had to get her car regoed and we needed two new tyres. So it prompted me to see how much tyres cost. They're quite expensive now. There is inflation. 
solution for you. But more importantly, the amount of potholes there are means that tyre companies are going bananas at the moment and they are so busy. It is not funny. There is a listed play in the tyre sector. There's not a big tyre sector, but National Tyre and Wheel, NTD, might be worth consideration as well. And on the call today at 12 o'clock, talking 10 stocks with Mark Gardner from Macro Capital. Nice thing, Henry. Plenty on as always. If the numbers are right, Henry, I think NTD has a PE of 7.8 and a yield of 11. So there you go. Might if be the numbers them. are right. If what's, the numbers are what's right. What's the market cap? It does trade by appointment. 121 mil, so tiny wing. Henry will just buy all of that. Hopefully. Very nice. Thanks, Henry. A couple of ideas are going to be in shortly, still in the works. Uh, looking at results that are coming over the next couple of weeks. Tom's having a look at JB Hi-Fi and I'll have a little note on BHP and we'll do a couple of them over the next few days. And we've got our long-term investors section in, which is every Thursday. The firm portfolio up almost to an R percent last week, which is a nice little week, though a little bit behind the market just with our extra cash, though we did put some back to work last week and a few of the higher risk tech names that have been performing okay. Quick look at what is on the calendar. Nothing happening this week, but heating up next week, CBA, the focus there alongside a couple of other little ones, REA Group and Telstra, not quite little, but less big than CBA. And then BHP follows the next week as the focus. And our portfolio X-Ray still a nice distribution with high quality and momentum names in the green zone on that chart. Interestingly, Aristocrat Leisure, ASX and WiseTech are the three with the highest combined ranking of quality and momentum, both with a 96 or more on both of those factors under Stockopedia's rank. So what were those three stocks? Aristocrat Leisure, ASX and WiseTech. So interesting. to WiseTech ranks with ASX and Aristocrat. Well, it's only because you were looking at quality and momentum. If you change it to a value one, all of a sudden WiseTech drops right down the pack. But it's interesting nonetheless. And that's about that for that. Marcus, what have you got strategy? Uh, strategy. I have a must read strategy section today, which isn't really strategy. It is about something we chatted about in the education seminar. I would suggest members go and have a read of it. It sets out the many ways to skin the stock market cat from being a market investor or a balanced investor in an industry fund to a market investor through ETFs to a thematic sector investor, possibly through ETFs to diving into the stock market itself or stocks themselves and various ways to do that, either with a big top 20 portfolio or a big top 20 income portfolio or a focused stock picking portfolio or small caps. So you can choose from those options what level of risk and activity you want to take. And for some people who are maybe doing what they do out of habit and feel they are are not trapped, but they won't feel they're trapped. But if you read the list, you might realize you've trapped yourself in one of those profiles when you could be doing it with a lot more risk or less risk and more activity or less activity, uh, depending on your level of engagement. So have a read of that and you'll realize all the things other people are doing and maybe you're doing the wrong thing. The interesting part of that from a Marcus Today member's point of view is we address almost every option with a section of the newsletter. And one of the options I think is possibly the best for people who are going to bother picking stocks is to go the focused stock pick route where you can choose, you don't need a lot of stocks, maybe five stocks that you get to know extremely well 
trade the detail out of because you get used to how they trade. Uh, you know everything about them. And that actually is probably far less risky than holding 20 big stocks you don't know anything about. And it's also a bit more intellectual to find a small list of stocks that you assume are bottom left to top right stocks, have some growth in them, and then trade around the edges. So just have a read of that. Well worth a look today for all members just to sort out what sort of investor you are and what your options are. I'll stick that in a separate article for members, but it's in the strategy piece today. Otherwise, on strategy, we, as I said, do have a hedge NASDAQ exposure through an ETF HNDQ. Also, the all tech sector in Australia through ATEC. Both those are about 5% since we bought them. And yes, I have adjusted the purchase prices to that member who wrote in. They were wrong. And we also hold OZR, which is a resources sector ETF, which is a thematic thing. The resources sector looks like it's bottoming. I'm beginning to wonder whether I've done the right thing here because I popped out their top 10 holdings yesterday. And of course, realized they're in Woodside, Origin, Santos, as well as BHP Rio. We really wanted the BHP and Rio bit. Uh, so maybe I should have just bought BHP. Anyway, OZR, we're in and it's down a percent at the moment. Also, I've got an update to the ideas portfolio, which is my way of doing the five to 10 stocks thing and trading around the edges. At the moment, that holds mineral resources, Oz Minerals and Macquarie. And that's a sort of big cap rotating portfolio, low stress. And I will be monitoring those on charts. The other little development today is that I think we should change the, I had one member write in and call our forever or Fufu portfolio, the Fufu fiasco. And in hindsight, I sort of agree. And I think perhaps we'll change the forever portfolio, which doesn't really communicate a great message to the long-term portfolio, but that to be discussed. And that's about it. But good day today because tech's up. Resources a bit floppy today. The jury's still out on whether the bottom's in on resources and on the tech front. We're just playing the momentum until it runs out. Very nice, Marcus. Lots of good stuff in there. Our question of the day today. When you wake up in the morning, what's the first place you go to to find out what happened overnight? Obviously, before Marcus today has updated because that would be the first stop otherwise. Tom. So I don't actually touch my phone until I'm in the office and I prefer to drive my 20 minute commute without knowing what's going on in the market but the first place I look is on the Comsec app. Thank you Tom. And Tom is a bit of a lifestyle man after <laughs> all doesn't like to... No you want to said something interesting to me which is you don't go running with some self-help audible book or something in your ears because you don't like being told what to do and I thought well that's actually it is quite stressful to think you need to constantly be filled with another piece of information and as a surfer you're rather better at chilling out than the rest of it <laughs> has to be said but might, might adopt that because I always find myself listening to some pushy audible American voice telling me what to do and really I just prefer to fail and <laughs> be constantly told what to do anyway there we go Lighten? well when I don't sleep in the office and wake up and get straight on my laptop <laughs> it is <laughs> if you swipe to the left on your iPhone it's got a nice little summary there of the stocks I think you can pin it there you can add any stocks in your watch list or markets that you want to look at so that's where i would look Very nice henry pretty easy ben for the last however many years i have been bloomberg first thing i look at in the morning is bloomberg if there's interesting articles i save them send them to my email i see what the markets are doing six o'clock in the morning i spend half an hour in bed looking at that before um, i kick start my day and like um tom i've got 
zero interest in having pushy Americans in my ear when I'm doing stuff. Um, so I don't listen to any of that rubbish. Very nice. Henry, Marcus? By chance, and I really wonder whether I should do some more research into this, but by chance, I look at investing.com. I don't pay for it. I have to push through all their ads, but they do have a very good list of markets, futures, and news. And I realize when I get in and read my $22,000 Reuters news feed that actually a lot of those articles are everywhere for free. So I can read Reuters market articles that I usually read at my desk. I realized I can read them on investing.com, the app. Very nice. So mine's pretty similar. I go to briefing.com, which has a very nice, concise stock market updates page, which is kind of Marcus Today styles. Very straight to the point. A couple of paragraphs, get your head over what's happened. Works well. Very good. Nice. Thanks, guys. See you tomorrow for another Friday. Thank you. Bye. Bye.